success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. We have another amazing guest for you. Today, we have Danielle Keen Grossi. She's a certified anxiety strategist and certified mental and emotional coach. Danielle's written work has appeared in mental health blogs, such as Succeed Now, and she has spoken about anxiety and emotional development on podcasts and live interviews. Her experience with the passing of her mother led her on the path to self-growth and emotional development. She even wrote a book called Grief is Only Suppressed Gratitude. She's currently living in Olney, Maryland with her husband, Matt, and I'm so excited. Welcome, Danielle. It is so great to have you here on the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you so much, Cami. This is becoming one of my favorite podcasts, so it is such an honor. Oh, I so thank you so much. It's so great to hear that. So let's do this. Let's jump right in. I'm so excited to have you here and have been waiting patiently for this day to come. So let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners, how did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? Oh, uh, yes. Um, well, I was in a nine to five a corporate job making really good money and um, didn't like what I was doing. And my mom got sick, unfortunately, with cancer. Uh, we found out she had stage four renal cell carcinoma, which is kidney cancer that started to metastasize. And I, I was just living, just trying to understand what life is all about. I was 25 at the time and um, just trying to go through life until finding her illness. And then all of a sudden it all became about her and when you're building your, your own persona in the corporate atmosphere, you always think, okay, you know, I just need to make this goal. And then, you know, the, the corporation's going to love me back. And when my mom got sick, the corporation didn't love me back. And that was one of, uh, it was a big pivotal moment for me to understand, Ooh, maybe this isn't the best choice. And when she, she got sick, she passed away 81 days after her diagnosis I kind of, I felt empty. The job wasn't fulfilling me. Life wasn't fulfilling me. And I knew I needed to find a way where I could heal myself and heal myself fast because how could someone that I love so dearly as my mom leave this earth and leave me without anything? And so I quit, <laughs> quit my job and I go, okay, now the healing begins. And that healing became, um, 
a certification and that healing became writing a book and that healing became a new way of living life. Um, and I wrote a book from it and I believe what has made me invincible is the idea of perseverance and not allowing me to define myself just in a role of being a career woman, but knowing that I'm all aspects of what life has to give. I love that. Oh my gosh. And I have to say that I have so enjoyed your book and I know I shared this with you. I'll share it with our listeners too, that I just got back uh, from another month in Aruba and I was so happy to bring your book and I read it on the beach. Your book is traveling the world and I, I cried. I know I sent you a message and was like, I think I cried from page 86 to 97. I think those were the yeah. pages that I just cried. Uh, but it was a beautiful thing, you know, as sad as it was, it was so beautiful. And, um, and just the, the stories and the relationship and the love and all that you shared. Oh, so authentic. It just, Oh, amazing. And so, um, and so much so that I even was able to share it with my new friend. So we have to give her a shout out today. Um, Peg Kuzer from Kansas. I met her. Um, I have like this whole new group of friends in Aruba now, and, uh, she read your book too. And that was just such a joy to be able to share that with someone else. You know, when you find something great, you just can't wait to share it, whether it's a sale at Macy's or a great recipe, right? Right? or a great place to go to dinner. And I read your book and was like, I got to share this with someone. So it was such, such a joy to read. And it really, um, it really, really, really hit me on so many levels. So I appreciate that. And I cannot wait for our listeners to get your book and read it. And um, I know there's so many stories for us to talk about tonight, but uh, you guys, it's called Grief is Only Suppressed Gratitude. And it is by the amazing Danielle Keen Grassi. Thank you so much. I love just getting your messages and feeling your warmth right off the bat. I, I felt like a sister was calling me home in a way. And then you're sharing it with so many others, like, who does that? Thank you. And then just like uh, sending me just so much love from it. And it, it was overwhelming. I had to receive it. And this is something I do, actually. If I can't receive a whole bunch of the love, I imagine it as a pill, like a, a vitamin that I swallow. And so I was swallowing, swallowing your gratitude and digesting it. And I so appreciative. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Such a joy. So let's do this. I know, you know, your specialty is anxiety, mm. mental and emotional health. And so yeah. I would love to, this is so timely. I would love to talk a little bit about that tonight and just share with our listeners, um, just some things about that, you know, mm -hmm. I know that's your, your expert zone of genius. And I know, you know, mm -hmm. where we are in the world uh, today, uh, that there's a lot of struggles and yeah. a lot of anxiety and, and a lot of things. And so I feel like this is so timely to bring this message to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say step one is becoming aware that there is a struggle, um, I feel like many people, not all people, many people, though, push it in their guts because it's a survival mechanism. 
just push it in the gut. However, during this pandemic, we've never gone through anything like this before. That method no longer works, pushing it down. So feeling actually what we're feeling, the good emotions, the bad emotions, the ugly emotions, feeling it all in order to allow it to pass. Most of our emotions we attach to step two of this is the attachment. Instead of allowing something to attach and feel sticky and gunky in our bodies, say, okay, I'm actually going to feel, feel this and just, and just pass it through pass it through. Uh, emotions like joy and love, we don't, we love feeling those. So they easily pass through, but it's the gunky ones we don't like to feel that are the hardest to digest, but we are here to digest them all and become so much better from it and so much and more love from it. I love that you say that because, you know, that's what the She's Invincible podcast is all about. It's all about you know, sharing this expert zone of genius and helping people through, you know, whatever it is they're going through, but then also, you know, sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly and using those things as, you know, the, the ugly always turns into the good somewhere down the road because we're always grateful because we come out better, right? We're better, we're stronger as we go through those things. And so I love what you're saying about this and this attachment. And I, I kind of just envision that like glunky oil or something like in an engine, right? When you don't get your oil change and now it's like glunky and it doesn't pass through smooth and then your car doesn't run right, right? And it's like, wow, that's kind of how our minds are too, right? And our emotions. So yeah, so you went through a lot when you were going through all of this with your mom. And I, I'm yeah. sure you have some, you know, tips in, in that area too. So let's say someone is going through, mm-hmm. it could be what you went through or it could just be, you know, any any hard time. Um, what, what do you recommend? Feeling it all. Um, there was a lot of many sticky points for me that I didn't want to feel because my mom had already passed and I didn't want to feel that she was a bad mom in some ways. However, part of my growth was to acknowledge some of some of the events that had happened before even the age of eight and go, oh, I actually see that this wasn't okay. And I I have the allowance. I'm giving myself the allowance to feel mad or to feel sad, angry about this. And I didn't want to go there. My mom had passed. Oh no, I'm not going there. I'm not angry at her. She's dead. Um, (laughs) more of a lighter tone. Uh, and so allowing myself to feel anger, to feel abandoned, to feel all of those sticky points really helped. And to know that there is we don't grow from grief, but we, well, we do grow from grief, but grief never ends. However, it does transform into a lighter side of love into something that we can be like the books suggest so, so much gratitude for. It's almost like my mom and I decided before even this life to, to have it play out in this way in order for her to up-level me and to up-level herself on a whole new dimension in a way. And that's where I feel the most love 
is to know she's not only there, like she was in the physical, but she is times a million there now. And that's what I'm learning every single day. Yeah. And you know, when you put it that way, it's almost like, you know, there was a distance between you, right? Cause she lived yeah. in Texas and you didn't, you yeah. lived in, yeah. And you lived yeah. in Maryland. Um, and now is there a sense of like, maybe you feel even closer to her because there was so much distance when she was living that now you feel her all around you in all the moments. I mean, we did talk every single day, five times a day. <laughs> I mean, I lived in Texas until I was 18, but yes, you're right. There was, you know, a time where she might've had to go to work. I had to go to work. She had to do this. I had to do this. Now I feel like we're working on the same level. Like as much as I'm improving, the more I'm seeing her on the other side in a, in a light that I've never seen before. And that has been the most spectacular that she's not only there, but she is there. She is me and reflecting me at all times. And what do you think she'd say to you right now with given you've shared this story and you've wrote this book and you're now impacting the world with this story and this message of love and just all that you guys went through. What, what do you think, you know, knowing her as well as you do, yeah. what would, what would she say? Oh gosh. Uh, I would, the word that's coming to mind is proud, is proud. Even if I'm not feeling proud of myself, she's proud of me. And that's amazing. That, that is, um, that's something that I can always lean on if I need her guidance is, is that aspect of proud. She would even tell me when I was young, I don't care if it, <laughs> what you want to do with your life. You want to be, you know, have any job you want. Just, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Um, and to lean into that, that idea of pride, um, is so it's so like lion king <laughs> it's so it's the idea that every every man woman child is the is is royalty they that's do amazing get that glimpse of of love that's amazing and here's one too i have um what would you say to her today if she oh was gosh. here? Ooh. I know. <laughs> I have so many questions. Uh, <laughs> how can I bring up my, my own love for myself? Because I, like I mentioned in the book, I, I feel like I'm only scratching the surface of love. There's so much depth there. I would want to know how I can accelerate the process of loving myself. Loving herself is the most powerful thing, the most courageous thing anyone can do. Um, and I'm practicing right here right now is to see, and this does have to do with COVID to see the bad and shine and hold my light and shine it on the bad, the ugly, the, whatever you're seeing in that moment and just feel love for it. Fire can't fight fire, but love can transform anything. Love is the key. Love is the message. And loving yourself is the work. And I, that's what I would ask her. How can I better love myself on a daily minute? Like, 
second by second basis um, in each and every day. What great questions. Thank you so much, Cammie. <laughs> These are wonderful questions. <laughs> well, you know, we just, we want to take our listeners through this, but it's also really great for us to go through this process yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so let's talk a little bit about your book. So your book, Grief is Only Suppressed Gratitude. Super amazing, awesome book. I, I know, you know, it was your mom and, and what you two went through and her passing yeah. and all of that, that inspired you. But when you were writing this book, what was your hope in, in putting it out into the world? Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? What, what was your hope? Oh, I can tell you it was all ego at first. It was all, man, the universe took something away from me that I can't get back. How dare the universe take something so special, so precious away from me, me of all people. Are you kidding me? Like, what, what are you doing? And, um, so it was, it was ego at first and I, that ego turned into sadness and then that sadness turned into love. And I started writing out, out of a, a heart center and that took, it took a little bit to get me there. I had to actually write the book on my phone because I was too scared to write it on a computer. Cause if it was on a computer, it was real. If it was on my phone, it was a note. So I literally wrote the whole thing on my phone, sending myself chapter to chapter via email. So it like, if my phone, if something happened to my phone, it would be okay. Uh, but it was a very scary process. There was even depths of myself that weren't revealed until I acknowledged it going writing. I think writing is, gosh, it's so therapeutic and everyone and anyone should write a book <laughs> about anything. It is the best process as you know, Cammie. Um, and yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's a journey. It is such a journey. I love it. I love it. Okay. So now, now that we shared about anxiety and this mental and emotional, you know, idea of what people are going through yeah. and how they can really work through that. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about your journey. So I know you're still young, like you've been you know, when you went through with this with your mom, you were just 25. And I feel like we need to talk a little bit about yeah. that. I mean, you, there are other gals and, and guys out there today that um, are maybe gone through the same thing or about to go through the same thing. What kind of tips do you have for them as far as just, um, you did so much. So, but if they didn't read your book, which we're going to yeah. tell them a hundred times, get this book, <laughs> you guys. Yes. It's, it's, you know, it's a love story, but it's also mm -hmm. a guide to like how to keep yourself together, you yeah. know, in this time. So, you know, do you have some tips of, you know, what you could tell them some of the things that you had to do, you know, that maybe people don't think about that they could be more prepared for? In the end. Yeah, absolutely. That you cannot manipulate the situation or control the situation, even if you really want to. And that does go with anxiety. Um, a lot of people that come to me with anxiety, I find that want to control and manipulate every situation, whether that be people pleasing, want to manipulate being liked, whether that be um, horrors in their life, like grief and loss and manipulating how the diagnosis or how the disease is moving through someone else's body. Um, but allowing that soul 
to do what that soul needs to do. And so I remember telling my mom, it's okay. It's okay. If you need to leave, it's okay. And even though those words hurt so much for me to say, it's the aspect of giving that other soul's permission to do what that soul needs to do. Um, that was the biggest for me and to divide myself. Step two would be divide myself. There was many times that I needed to talk to lawyers and business people. How am I going to sell my mom's houses? What we're going to do with the stuff when I'm in Maryland, she's in Texas. And I had to separate my emotions from those conversations because we were talking about, okay, if she dies before this day, if she dies before that day, and it had to be very logical versus the emotional. And so the emotional side came out at night. It came out with her. It came out with me being a caretaker. But once I got that phone call, I had to shift gears into the logical side. So knowing that I do have a logical side and an emotional side really helped me into divide, dividing myself and conquering each task. Yes. And there was a lot, right? She had properties and then she had the, oh the home that she lived in that yeah. you had to pack. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember you telling that in the story. So there is a lot of things. Is there anything you would have done differently had you realized now that you know what you know, right? You went through this process. Was there any way that you could have been more prepared for this or gotten some things done that maybe you weren't having to do on your own oh, at the end? Yeah, everyone, like everyone needs a will. Everyone get yourself a will today. <laughs> I had to redesign her will because it was going out. She created it when I was very young and being from a family that is divorced, it was going to someone else and not intent, not on purpose, but it's just, that's how it was created. It was going through like taxes or something. And so I re redesigned it maybe in three weeks and just did a lot of legwork. Make sure everyone has a will. Uh, gosh, every, everyone knows where the documents are placed. I, I learned about property tax. I didn't know about property, property tax. And my mom didn't go through escrow in any of her properties. So I got a bill, one for 6,000 for one house, one for 4,000 for one house saying that, okay, 10,000 is due next month. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Um, so knowing where all the documents are, knowing all the bills that need to be paid and knowing that there is a will would be my advice on the logical side, on the emotional side, have those silly moments. Don't get wrapped up with the medical and the dying that I, I feel like my mom, especially just wanted a few laughs. She wanted girl talk at the end. And allowing her to have as much girl talk and a much, as much soda. I, I was very against her having soda. <laughs> no, you can't have soda. We're getting you better. What are you talking about soda? Um, yeah, at the end, I was like, more soda. Let's just go through McDonald's, whatever. Like, whatever to make her happy in this moment. Uh, that would be my advice. And just knowing that whatever you're doing here and now is the best you can do with a passing parent or anyone who is passing any emotion that's coming up is the best emotion. Giving yourself an excuse to relax, an excuse to rewind and knowing that you are doing the best. You, you are doing the job. You are made to do this and you're okay to do this. 
And you did an amazing job. And I know that she knew that. And she, I know she knew that. So even through that process. Well, girl, this has been hard, but we are going, (laughs) you know, on this podcast, we promise our listeners, we are going to talk real talk and, you know, we're going to pull back the curtain and let them in behind the scenes. And, you know, you have grown so much, right. From 25 years old to have to go through so much, talk about a crash course in self-development and growth. (laughs) Uh, You have, you have mastered that. And now a word from our sponsor, Christine Trumbull, founder of Coaching the Climb, understands the challenges of building a successful business. She's faced many of those challenges herself and helped hundreds of clients build successful businesses. With the launch of her new podcast, The Climb with Christine, you will hear the same advice she gives her clients, as well as conversations with experts in a variety of topics, including business, health, relaxation, mindset, kids, and fashion. Check it out on iTunes, The Climb with Christine, and be sure to subscribe, download, and give her a rating and review. And um, so now we're going to talk about just your journey and about, you know, um, how you got, you know, where you are today, like some of the things that you've faced and, and aside, you know, some of, of course, with your mom and her illness, but just in, in life and business as well. So we promise our listeners, we're going to share the good, the bad and the ugly, and we're going to do that right now. So um, let's start with the good. I always tell people when they say you want the good news or the bad news, I'm like, give me the good news. So, so we're going to start with the good. And I would love for you to share a story about the good of your journey to where you are today. My neighbor and wonderful friend read my book. She was the first one to read my book. And once she read it, um, she went through the same experience I did a week after reading, like, Oh, just trying to digest that is, is hard enough. Uh, but going through the same experience with her mother-in-law, she said it really prepared her and it allowed her to feel and not, not feel alone, but allow her to feel all the emotions with me within the book. Uh, was such a powerful moment for me. That was my good. That was so amazing. Yeah, I can imagine that would be such a great feeling knowing that everything that you went through wasn't in vain, right? It was like, literally, you were able to document all of that. And now forever, right, your book will be available to help people through these, Mm -hmm. these situations. So but just that, is the timing is unbelievable that it was a week. Like that just can blow your mind, right? <laughs> the universe has everything in place. Like it, it has you, it has you. It's, it's, it's working on your behalf. It's working on your good. And that I saw the good through that. I love that. And, and that was a time I'm sure where you really needed to see good. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Ooh. great. We're going bad. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have for us, Danielle? Right. So changing gears now, um, after I became an entrepreneur, set up my LLC 
I got my EIN, got the business all down and pat. I was like, you know what? I'm not worthy enough to stand on my two feet. I need a digital tool to help me. And I paid tens of thousands of thousands of thousands of dollars for an online tool that could be used for only six months. And it was a very silly decision. Um, And it was a decision out of my own not feeling worthy enough to stand on my own two feet. And we are all worthy enough to stand on our own two feet. We just need to give our permission, ourselves permission to feel our own worthiness because we are all goddesses inside and out. And um, that was my bad. That was, I, I had to really go through some money issues after feeling that and going, did I just waste all that money? Oh my goodness. Um, and then giving myself permission to be okay with that. Yeah. So as you're saying that, I'm thinking, how would you have known that that wasn't what you needed? Like what other way would you have known? Is there a way? Or would you really have had to go through that? I think going through that was amazing. I think I could have checked into myself a little bit and really asked myself, why am I using this energetically, not just for the customers, not just for my own, my own business, but energetically, what is this serving me? And it it wasn't energetically. It was a people pleasing mechanism for myself, trying to control and manipulate how other people thought of me because of this tool that I had, um, which was bogus. Oh my goodness. My self-worth doesn't depend on what other people think. No, (laughs) my (laughs) self-worth is my own self-worth. And if people want that, that's great. If people don't, that's great too. Um, And yeah, that was my lesson. Oh my gosh. And you know, as you say that, it reminds me of this thing that I say all the time, which is, it is none of your business what other people think of you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And that, that in itself can save you a lot of money because when we, when we are, you know, out there making decisions and thinking, you know, feeling that way that we have to remind ourselves that it doesn't matter. It's none of our business what anyone thinks, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But you learned the lesson and you wouldn't have learned that otherwise. I wouldn't have. And now we have to go. And now are we going to go for the ugly? We're going going there. (laughs) Yes, we're going for ugly. I can't even imagine. I mean, we've just really been crying through this interview. So let's just go all the way. My ugly is the aspect of believing that I should have already grown from my own grief. Um, Because some days it does feel like I'm back at square one and believing the so-called bad emotions are not worthy to feel. Um, We're all going to feel bad emotions as a part of our own existence, as a part of our own evolving. And to really notice when we do feel bad, it's not, it has nothing to do with our self-worth. I think we just go back to that conversation of loving the self and, and, and honing into our own power because we have so much power to give, um, which is the second book, right? I'm writing a story about people pleasing currently. So it's, it's the topic of my mind and it's what I'm going through currently now. But the aspect of knowing that when I, I, I still feel, feel as if I'm grieving my mom, especially when, you know, March 15th rolls around, I take that day off from anything. It's the day that she passed. Um, 
and I make sure I, I heal myself, whether that's a good day or a bad day, whether it's I'm back at square one, perfect. I'm back at square one. And those feelings are justified. Time is not linear, um, but growing and, and allowing you, allowing the individual to feel makes the change and makes such a difference. Let, let's tell our listeners, let's give them a couple of tips. So when you go to that place, as you mm. say, of, you know, feeling like you should be further along, how do you shake yourself out of that? Like, <laughs> you know, I, everyone has something different, some coping mechanism or step-by-step thing. What do you do to like really just pull yourself out of that? I first have to be aware because sometimes it will roll on a little bit and I, I don't have the awareness. And then once I catch it, I tell myself I'm on my own path. This is, this is my journey, especially when I'm feeling into the energy of the book. The book doesn't always want to be marketed in a way. It wants to magnetize people that, that really need it. And so those people will come to me and, and ask, you know, can I, can I get a little bit more information on the book? Uh, But it's the aspect of knowing that it is all divine and it is all planned out and trusting, trusting that it is all planned out. And my experience is going to be different from someone else's experience. And and that's what makes this so unique. Yeah. I can see that too. Every, every journey is different, right? So many roads to every journey is different. There's so many, so many different ones. And you're right. That is what makes it unique. Makes so, us unique. Yeah. So you mentioned March 15th. And so I know this is so crazy that, you know, that that is today, right? If 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 you're listening right now, then today is March 15th. And uh, we are celebrating Danielle's mom. So Danielle, how will you celebrate your mom? Besides Ooh. this fabulous interview, right? Yeah, uh, right. Thank yes, you. <laughs> right. And I mean, we we couldn't have planned this any better. I mean, unbelievable. But how will you celebrate your mom? I celebrate my mom the best when I celebrate myself um, because she is me and we have come through this together. Um, so the more I celebrate myself, she feels it. Um, she feels that love. And I, I have decided to not do anything, to take a bath, to take a small road trip, to eat seafood, which I love seafood, to eat some dark chocolate, to jump into my bed and into pillows if I so want to, to cry if I want to, to be happy, to look at the sky, to feel every emotion I'm feeling because it is just... And it is right. And what is your favorite memory of your mom? If you had to pick just one. <laughs> we bonded a lot in the car, which is so weird. Um, singing and dancing in the car with her, singing to Joan Jett and the 70s hits, 80s hits, 90s hits. And really being silly, um, grabbing the hairbrush and and using it as a microphone. 
being silly in the car talking that's that's usually where we had our deepest conversations was in the car and um exploring new ways of life i remember just talking to her in the car and just putting my hand out the window and just feeling the air on my hand and those those moments last forever yes they do and she lives on because of them right yes and that's amazing you keep her alive (laughs) in all of those moments yes you do well, this has been amazing. <laughs> who, who would think, right? As we sit here with tears, that this would be amazing. But what a beautiful story. And I I can't tell our listeners enough. Get this book, you guys. You have to read this story. You just have to. It's amazing. And it's not just about death. It's about life. It's about living your best life. And it's more about that than it is about death, right? Like the stories and the travel and the just the lifestyle and the just all of those things are more about what this book is about than it is about the death. Uh, that is just, you know, a very support, a very small portion. And we do have something special that we want to share. Danielle has this amazing bookmark that she showed me. And I was wondering like, how could I get one of those? (laughs) And so we're going to have a little giveaway. And so as you're listening right now, well, on whatever device you're listening, we want you to take a screenshot and jump over to Instagram and tag Danielle and I, and we'll have the show notes in, you know, the links in the show notes, but I'm at Cammy Lehman. Danielle is at Keen Strategies at, on Instagram and just tag us in the photo say something funny. We want to hear something funny from you. And uh, even if it's something crazy that you're doing that day while you're listening to this podcast interview, but um, Danielle's going to select one lucky winner from the post and she's going to send that over to you. So, so excited. And thank you so much, Danielle, for that gift to our listeners. I love that. And before we say goodbye, I just have one last question to ask you. And that is a fill in the blank. So I want you just to complete this sentence. The world would be a better place if more people knew blank. If more people knew to separate themselves from their own emotions and knowing that they're deeper and loved more than what they're feeling on the surface. I love that. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for being invincible (laughs) and courageous and all the things at such a young age to handle so much and to go on that growth journey, that crash course. And I know that your amazing book and here I better hold this up because we're going to have this on YouTube too. So this is Danielle's book. (laughs) It is amazing. And I know it's going to impact so many lives for so long. And so I appreciate you so much. And to our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. Thank you. 
Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.